many people's favourite uh, bo- uh, bird. I think it won the um, favourites, Australia's favourite sound competition that the ABC ran, but uh, a lot of people also find them very disturbing. Uh, so I'm joined now by Simon Ruff, who is going to help us explore what's going on with the in the little heads of those magpies. Simon, thank you very much for your time. Uh, it's a pleasure. Thanks very much for having me. Um, Simon, uh, I'm kind of being a bit uh, facetious saying what's inside their heads, but w- what do we understand uh, the magpies are trying to achieve when they do their swooping? Yeah, well, look, magpies, like uh, like a lot of other uh, native species of, of birds, um, do uh, have a tendency to, to occasionally swoop uh, during this time of year, uh, particularly when they uh, are, are nesting and have eggs and young in the nest. And so it's really just a... Uh, it's a response to that uh, that 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 feeling of, of threat to their their eggs and their young, and they're just trying to make a bit of a bit of a display to uh, to try and protect the, those nests. Well, but not all magpies swoop, um, and not all the time. Uh, what what are the triggers? Do we know? Yeah, look, it's a really really good point. Um, so so not all magpies swoop, and in fact, uh, there has been prior research that says. Um, the figure is somewhere around ten percent. Um, so what uh, what we often find uh, with with magpies now they're a, a really really intelligent bird uh, and they have a really really good memory. So occasionally where uh, birds may swoop uh, regularly this time of year, they may have had experiences when they were younger um, or have been uh, trained by by other magpies who have had situations where they might have felt some threat. So. Uh, for example, being chased by dogs um, or, or chased by by people that that, that might have, um, I guess, been a little bit uh, afraid. So what we find is is usually where we haven't had any inter- any interactions like this with with magpies. They're they're really not an issue to people at all. Yeah, I live in a rural area myself, and there are plenty of magpies about, of course, um, and we've never had any trouble here. Do they sort of get habituated to, to people that they see around all the time? Yeah, they, they absolutely do, Paul. So, uh, And it's you know certainly something that I do in, in, in my own backyard is uh, when you, you're walking around, it's a real pleasure to have them there. And, and just sort of walking around, Avoiding that sort of direct eye contact uh, and just going about your business in a in a slow, calm way really makes them feel quite uh, quite settled. Um, what one really important thing to, to, to think about though is that um, some people think that that feeding magpies might help to 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 make friends with them, uh, so to speak. Now, feeding wildlife is is for a lot of reasons. Um, it's it's really counterproductive. Even though you might be developing a relationship with that with that bird, it can then make it really difficult for other people. Where magpies do get habituated to being fed, um, they will look for a feed uh, from from people and, and come to expect it. Um, so we absolutely um, do not support the feeding of wildlife in, in any way. Um, in fact, it, it really does create a, a lot of issues. What about things like uh, that some people go through, uh, helmets with eyes painted on them and, uh, you know, uh, spiky bits and stuff like that. Is there any evidence that any of that stuff particularly works? Yeah, yeah, it it actually does. Um, So there's a a number of things that you can do um, if you're travelling through an area where you you suspect there might be swooping birds. 
Um, so certainly wearing protective head and eye covering is, is, is pretty important. Sometimes the pipe cleaners popping out the, the top of the helmet um, can create uh, a little bit of that extra distance if a, if a bird does swoop. But it's really important to, to know the swooping areas um, around your locality as well. And that way you can, you can plan the way you're going to, to go, whether you're walking or riding your bike. What we often find as well is that uh, things like bicycles, things that move fast, to those magpies who, who do feel threatened by, by that sort of thing, the faster you go, the, the, the more threatened they feel. So they do tend to um, swoop people riding bikes uh, more so than a person that would be just walking their bike. Um, so one thing you can do is just hop off your bike, make sure you've got that uh, protective head and eye covering, and, and just slowly and calmly walk through the area without stopping and just make sure that, that we're not harassing the birds or reacting to them uh, in any way because that, that can make the situation worse. Yeah, the only time I, I've ever had this experience myself is uh, uh, riding a bike in an unfamiliar area, so I wasn't aware of the, the local birds. Um, and, yeah, it came quite close to the eyes uh, when, when it hit me. Um, mm. So, uh, and I guess from what you were just saying, things like waving sticks and stuff like that doesn't necessarily in, improve the situation. No, not at all, not at all. In fact, it, it, it's probably... If if it doesn't make it worse for, for, for yourself, it's probably going to make it uh, pretty bad for the next person. Um, and, and it's a good point that you make about um, people travelling through areas that they might not have travelled through before. Um, if people do want to find out um, what sort of information is out there, um, our department actually maintains a, a, a site. Uh, so it's the Swooping Bird Register. Um, and what people can do is, is get on there, have a look and be aware of swooping sites in their local area. And it's actually um, um, people are able to contribute to that as well. So if you know of a site that you don't find on there, you can actually put it on there. So probably the quickest way for people to access that would be just to uh, jump on the computer and um, and just do a, do a search for a swooping bird map uh, and it will be the, uh, the first result that pops up at your top of the, the top of your screen. Swooping Bird Map, and you can yeah. contribute or, or check your local uh, dodgy birds. That's right, that's right. And it's, look, I, I guess the really key thing to, to remember here is that um, these birds, magpies and, and the other birds that, that tend to do it uh, a little bit at this time of year, are really just protecting their families. Um, so they've got very, very strong paternal instincts. So it's, it's generally the male magpies that, that do swoop if they swoop at all, um, and, and they're just really looking looking after their young. So, just an important thing to keep in mind. They they will do whatever they they, they feel is, is is necessary to, to, to protect those young. You know, and, and not all of them them swoop. Um, so, really, what we can do um, as as the general public is make sure that we just. Um, create situations where we can live comfortably with the wildlife and, and, and all of the, uh, the, the residents can live comfortably. Um, and we can do that by not contributing to, to, I guess, making the issue worse, doing things like feeding wildlife or, um, or removing nests or, uh, or waving sticks. 
it's really, really important to remember that um, all Victorian native wildlife is protected by law um, and it is illegal to harass or harm native birds and, and any other wildlife without authorisation. So if people are aware of, uh, of any actions uh, such as harassing or harming uh, wildlife, uh, it's important to report those things to Crime Stoppers Victoria on one 800 0 Simon, thanks very much. Been very useful. Uh, it's a pleasure, Paul. That's Simon Ruff, who is the Gippsland Senior Wildlife Project Officer for the Department of Energy, Environment and Climate Action.